Hey, Michael here. On episode two, I present Clay with a deep cut by those radio kings of the 90s, Hootie and the Blowfish. Let's put on our nostalgia headphones, tune the radio to 1996, and listen in to Clay's reaction. Welcome to I Got a Song. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, as yet unnamed podcast, as it turns out. As yet. Uh, as yet. Work in Welcome progress. Welcome to the as yet named podcast. Yeah, that... friends, Clay and Michael. That's right. I'm your hostess with the, not the mostest, no, Michael. you're not a hostess. Oh. <laughs> I suppose you're correct. Anyway, enough of that. Welcome. I'm so glad to be here. We uh we decided on a thanks for having me on the show today, Michael. Hey, Thank you for joining me, my friend. Um, for those of you who are just joining us, uh, this uh, this podcast is I don't know how uh, groundbreaking it is, but uh, what we're doing it's is um, we are two uh, doing is very good friends, very good doing. lifelong friends. <laughs> we are two very good lifelong friends who both love and enjoy music, and uh, each of us picks a song. And it's a surprise to the other one. And we research and listen to it ahead of time, kind of have uh, some ideas and, and things to say about it ahead of time. And then, for example, in this episode, I will spring a song upon my friend Clay and uh, we'll both listen to it and then come back with some uh, some thoughts, some uh, reactions, things like that. So, Opinions? Opinions. Opinions. Many facts? opinions. Uh, hopefully, hopefully some facts, reflections. Um any and all, you, any and all, all are available, a, all are welcome. Have you got a song um, picked out for me today? I do, I do. Um, and you know, episode one was just we started with a banger. Uh, it was Clay's turn to pick a song. He he picked just such a great one, uh, "Siva" by the Smashing Pumpkins from their album "Gish," and um, we had a great time. But uh, I, I I dread following that song with the uh, the song that I picked, but. I'm going to stick with it and uh, <laughs> and see what Clay thinks. And, and Clay, uh, we we talked about this, you know, outside of the pod, but uh, it's it's a band that you know well, a uh, a well known '90s era band. <clears throat> okay. And but it's this is a song. It's is this is a song from an album that did not hit as hard as their. It didn't didn't land as well as their. Seminal hits, I guess, if that makes any sense. So, okay, All right. it was a it was a sophomore <laughs> album effort that uh, just didn't resonate with audiences quite as well. But I uh, I landed on this song a few years ago. Well, gosh, probably more like seven or eight years ago. Um, oh, okay, this isn't what I it, was thinking it was going to be now. Because I'm, I'm, you know, as you're describing it, I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's this. Maybe it's this. And now when you said seven or eight years ago, I was like, okay, no, it's not what I thought. <laughs> probably no, not I mean, what I mean, the, the song itself was not released seven or eight years ago. I just kind of started – I was introduced to this song by someone, and I was like, oh, I, I know this band really well, but I hadn't really given this album or this song in particular much of a listen. And it really kind of hit me for some reason. I don't know. It's a simple song. There's not a whole lot to it. There's not a lot of depth to it necessarily. Um, 
Uh, I'm really, I hope the I'm really, who made this doesn't hear that because I'm really, like, oh, it's not a lot of depth to it, huh? Okay, all right, thanks a lot. Uh, you know, this but, stupid little podcast. I've <laughs> sunk us before we're even out of the harbor. <laughs> um, Don't worry. No one's ever but it, to this. I feel like it's a great song, and it's an underrated song from an underrated album by a very much rated band, I guess you could say. So, so this uh, show, we're normally not doing the hits. <clears throat> No, no, no. So this, this is, isn't this a hit. Is, this is not a, a hit necessarily. It made like a very minor blip on small splash. 90s, known. 90s kind of rock radio, I guess you could say, for lack of a better choice. Okay. Um, I'm really, I'm really interested to see what you think. So, um, man, you know, if you're I'm ready, curious, you know what you could do is, hmm. uh, and this is a little bit of uh, 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 how the sausage is made. We're working this out. These things take time. Okay. I'm saying what you could do is you could get my reaction to the song before we play it. So you could send it to me in the chat and I can see it and I can give a little reaction. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's like, the song it's like okay, I will, uh, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll share the song with you <laughs> okay. right now right. while we're, while we're so, talking and chatting. Um, yeah. So that way I can see what it is. Okay. In All the right. text message. All right. Uh, here it comes. And then once I see it and give a real, I'll be real brief on a reaction and then I'll hit finish. Uh, yeah, then, we'll, then the next thing that the listeners will be hearing is the song. Fantastic. Let's go. All right. Well, tell me, tell me what it is before we, uh, before we launch we into it. Tell me hear, what it is. We're about to hear Tucker's town by Hootie and the Blowfish. All right, man. I I'm kind, excited. Okay, I kind of know the song. I, I do you? Okay. I, could, I, I didn't know I if you gave it much I of a... I think I do. Okay. I think I like it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear your reaction. Well, here we go. Let's, uh, this is let, Tucker's Town. Tucker's Town by Hootie and the Blowfish. At this point in the show, Michael and I are going to listen to the entire song, and we recommend you do the same if you can for the best effect. Enjoy. Okay, that was Tucker's Town by the band Hootie and the Blowfish off of their uh, album Fairweather Johnson. And I've got a few facts about that uh, later. But first, I want to get Clay's reaction. Michael, you have a talent for this thing. <laughs> uh, do tell, do tell. Oh, man, that, that's, that, that was nice. That was just nice. It, fit, it fits, uh, you know, it just... It just fit like my entire setting right now. Like in my room, it's nice outside. It's beautiful weather. It's just a. It's just a. It's a feel good uh, thing. It's a feel good day. I, I, and I knew the song. Uh, okay. I, I was like, okay, Tucker's Town. Okay. Yes, I know the song. I know the song. And then it came on. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, it's not one of those ones that I've heard a bunch. Right. Uh, but that's. That's part of the magic, you know, and it's just one of those little, it's not really a deep cut because I, like you said, it probably got some radio airplay. It you know, uh, it did. It did. As a follow up to, to their, to their monster hit or their monster album. Yeah. I think that, that was the follow up album, wasn't it? Their, their... It was, it, it sure was. It, uh, I've got a few facts about it, but, um, but I'm, I'm going to kind of circle back to that here, uh, here in a few minutes, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm glad that it kind of landed with you. I was, I was really kind of. <laughs> Kind of, uh, I, 
is one of the first songs that I kind of came across in a playlist. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to put that on a list. And I put a few other songs down and I came back to it. I was like, man, I think that's the one I want to use for this, for, you know, my first song out of the gate here with this, uh, with this podcast. And uh, man, I'm glad, I'm glad it hit. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I don't have the same kind of, you know, feels uh, and soft spot, you know, for hooting the blowfish that I, that I do for, you know, some artists, but whatever, it's still, still a good song. It's it's a good feel good song and, you know, roll the windows down and turn that's it up kinda, a little bit. And, I feel like that's nice. the majority of uh, hooting the blowfish's, you know, vibe, I guess, is that they just want to have a, they, 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 they look like they have well. a good time recording and performing. And I'd say the vast majority of their songs the you know, the listeners have a good time hearing it. And they have a lot of, they have a lot of like, Let's say you're in the middle of a bar and this bar is playing loud music and there's a hundred people packed into this thing and all everybody's having conversations and then a Hooting the Blowfish song comes on that was just gigantic in the nineties. You know the vast majority of the bar is gonna start singing along to this thing. You yeah. know? It's they, they they have that kind of appeal where they have those simple those kind lyrics of that those, those yes. sing along. They, they've got good sing along. They're, they're very sing alongable. If that's <laughs> that's exactly right. They've got the sing along ability. Yes, that some bands don't have. I, you know, uh, another good example in the same era. I, the Counting Crows, even though they're different, they had yes. some of those like, uh, you know, um, Long very, December. Just yes. very sing alongable. Dare, very like like radio peers for lack of a better way to put it you know they not, not they are not the same they're not you know counting crows i feel like goes quite a bit deeper lyrically speaking that sort of thing they're a little they they could be a little more on the emo side than nobody in the blowfish <laughs> yeah, ever, right. they're, ever yeah, they're really a attained vibe. to be but, a um, probably a different crowd too but you know you you wouldn't be out of place entirely to be listening to 90s radio on your little high speed dubbing radio <laughs> back in the mid nineties and you'd hear, you know, Mr. Jones by Counting Crows and then the very next song you're gonna hear Let Her Cry by Hootie and the Blowfish and you're gonna enjoy the hell out of both of them. You know? Yeah, they're they're still they're you know, they're kind of a uh C V S core. But I like <laughs> that's it. That's such care. a good way to put it. That's such a good way to put it. And that's not a drag on CVS that's not a drag on for, you're 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 looking for cotton swabs and you're looking for um some tampons and you've got to find some uh, and, and maybe you're waiting in line for your uh you know for your for your medicine yeah you got to pick up your and, prescription and, you, and it's yeah. taking like half an hour and the line's moving slow and you're dreading it and then but who, who, all who of a sudden comes comes on, and you're like you know you. what this will carry me for the next three or four minutes i'm good <laughs> Okay, so and before me, you know it, it's your turn, and your prescription's been uh, back ordered. Exactly, ready. exactly. So let me so. let me drop a few facts. I, I did a little research on Hootie and the Blowfish. Now I, you, you know this uh, going going back pretty far. I've always been, I'm not like a huge fan of Hootie and the Blowfish, but I do really enjoy their output over over several albums worth. Um. Obviously, their first album that really hit the hit the mark was Correct Review. That 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 album itself is practically a, a greatest hits on its own. Uh, I think literally half of the album were singles, and 
They even tried yeah. to play a few other songs off of the album that got some radio play. But the, the thing is, they just skyrocketed to stardom practically overnight based on that one album. Yeah. Um, I did not research when was the exactly last time when I listened to that one. Have you ever listened to it from start to finish? In I have actually. Years? I actually have it on vinyl and listened to it maybe probably once within the last year on my turntable. Of course you did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've listened to it start to finish. Yeah. You're no poser. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got it. I've got it on vinyl. (laughs) And it's it's actually a really good listen on vinyl, too. Uh, I'm unashamed to say. Uh, I want to say that that album released in 93 ish 93 maybe 94 somewhere in there but um i don't have that info right in front of me however fairweather johnson is the album that this song tuckerstown came out on it released in april of 1996 uh tuckerstown was the second single off of that album and uh the album itself uh debuted at number one obviously based off the strength of the previous album cracked review Crack Review was actually still on the charts when Fairweather Johnson debuted at one. I don't. I, I didn't see where on the charts. Because it had obviously been out for a couple of years, I want to say, by that point. But, um, and it sold over two million copies. I mean, it, it, it was a success as far as sales were concerned. Obviously, it paled in comparison to sales of Crack Review. I think Crack Review is one of the biggest selling albums of the nineties. And again, I don't have numbers for that, but it, it and no, it's like one, it's like up there, like in one of the great, one of the most of all times. Yes. It's it's on that list. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Definitely one of the biggest albums of the nineties. I I dare say even definitely top 10 and maybe even better than that. But, um, Fairway Johnson list by people who love to make lists. Oh, we yeah. love to rank oh, yeah. things, which we do <clears throat> occasionally. We're guilty. Occasionally, yeah. So I'll say this about Fairweather Johnson. It's more hooting the blowfish. Um, but the way I liken it is a more, I guess, mature hooting the blowfish. They weren't trying to write as many hits with this one. Um, I think they were trying to say more than the previous album. I don't know. It's hard to explain because this it's the same formula, but the songs hit differently and they did not resonate with audiences near as well or as much as the previous album. But the, but to be fair, the previous album, Crack Review, and all of those songs were so overplayed. I mean, just oh, that's true. ridiculously overplayed. And I think... Because partly because of that, there do was just like this this hootie and the blowfish. Uh, do you think but, any of the songs from Fairweather Johnson could have fit on Crack Review? I feel like this one could have. Uh, it probably wouldn't have been a I single, like but I think have. I think it could have set in the mix very well and been like a deep cut on Crack Review, like a really good deep cut on Crack Review. Yeah, I, I feel like that. Yeah. Uh, there's some other tracks on there. Uh, one of the other singles, um, I mean, uh, it's crap. I'm stumbling here. I don't have the album right in front of me. Okay. So the, uh, the first single from it was, um, old man and me. And I mean, that's one of my lesser favorite songs on the, on the album, but 
the album was released and then that single was released and it, it got a decent amount of radio play because everyone that name sounds familiar i've probably heard i it. i can almost assure you you've probably heard it uh but it it came it without even hearing up. it i can give you an idea of what i think it sounds like <laughs> okay. well yeah yeah that kind of goes back to the whole same formula yes same formula just <laughs> i think there was fatigue involved with hootie and the blowfish because of its overplayed indigness well i'm sure they were probably i'm sure i'm sure they were under obligation to crank out another album and then meanwhile they're touring probably and Mm -hmm. and i mean music was a pretty busy time in 1994 really was but these guys and these guys were at the top i mean wow i bet there was some pressure i'm just speculating i haven't heard i I don't know anything about I absolutely feel Darius like that's Rucker. a fair statement. I did hear um, him on a podcast recently. He seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think I think he I think he and the rest of the band seemed like seemed like all right dudes. Who did here? Come on the pod, bud. <laughs> uh, shout Michael, out I'll Yossi. let you uh, slide into Darius Rucker's DMs and uh, invite <laughs> him to come on the pod. <laughs> I'll do that, and I'll let you know how it goes. You have to task him with uh, uh, surprising us with a song, though. So if we have a oh, guest, well, that they is have interesting. to surprise us with the song. Oh, I like that idea. Or is that too much okay. to ask? I don't think but it's hey, too much to we ask. Want, first, we want to take up some of your time, and right. you have to do homework. Yes. That might be too big of an ask, but it sure would be fun if they play long. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll throw it out there. All he's got to do is tell me no on both accounts, and then we're right back where we started. <laughs> uh, so, uh, tell me your trajectory with Hooting the Blowfish. Man, I, 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 there. All I've got is the hits. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know the hits. Uh, I, 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 they're good. I like them. It's uh, about it. I don't have. I don't own Cracked Review. I know it's good, and you know, but I've heard the song so many times, and and you know, most of the times I'll probably skip. Uh, but you know, after this, you know, I'll probably. Uh, I'll probably give him another, I'll, you know, give him another listen. I'm probably not going to spend like a whole day, you know, but I'll probably give, you know, three or four songs in a row and I'll be like, yeah, all right. Well, I've had my hoodie. Yeah, kind of. You know? Yeah. I was going to say it. Uh, you, you get your fix and you move on. That's yeah. I'm probably just a step beyond that with hooting the blowfish, but not far, not far from it. And yeah, it's good. I don't, I don't object to it. It's, 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 and you know, I, I don't go to it often. Uh, if I were to, I wonder how often I would skip the song if it were to come on, I'd, I'd probably skip it. I'd probably skip it uh, 60% of the time, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Just because, just, just due to, I want to hear something else. Right. I've heard this right. a bunch. Well, you know, and it's, they're definitely a mood band and, and, in the, in so much as like. But that mood is generally good. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're you're not gonna <laughs> listen. You're not gonna listen to Hooting the Blowfish and come come out of it down, you know. But <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna be in any kind of particular mood or anything like. You're not just gonna be average day and say, "I want to hear Hooting the Blowfish," and you're gonna play them. No, if they come on, you're gonna be like, "Man, this this is hit," and I want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And, and then you'll move and then you kind of move on, you know. They they. But you know that's that's just our that's just our. I, I bet you uh, they've got a following. I bet you they've oh, got oh. a massive following. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, 
And I, and I'm glad I think I've do. talked to you about this before. I, I was so bummed out uh, years and years ago. This would have been 2005 or six, somewhere around there. Uh, they were coming through to perform uh, at the House of Blues in Houston. And I was living in Houston at the time. And I had tickets. I actually had tickets to go. And uh, I was supposed to get off work earlier that day, like early afternoon. Um, things happened, and, and I was very, very late getting off work, and we, we, we didn't get to go to the show. And I was really bummed out, really bummed out. And uh, I haven't been to – I have not been to a single Hooting the Blowfish show. Um, but for that moment in time, I was really excited to go and just – couldn't get there and man i was i was bummed out because you know this is well past their prime but they were still like they were still like this cohesive unit touring and they you know they weren't playing huge arenas or anything like that they were yeah that would have been houston would have been like two thousand maybe yeah those aren't big house of blues aren't big are they no 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 no. the one in dallas that we've been to a few times is i don't think that's very big yeah yeah it's 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 a much more intimate setting but then that's where you find all your, you know, like-minded fans and, you know, these more intimate settings is where you tend to have more fun as a concert goer, in my opinion. But, um, as I've, as, as, as I've been to more shows and gotten a little bit older, I've noticed that one of the things that I enjoy, if I'm not especially into the band is I like to look around and see the people who are into the band. Yes. You can tell that they're having an experience and that, gives me lift in in just unexpected ways like the last show that you and i went to explosions in the sky uh you like them a lot more than i do i wasn't feeling super great my back was hurting and so Mm -hmm, i was like kind mm -hmm. of not really super engaged in the show uh which is I still enjoyed it, and I mean, really, the, the the thing I enjoyed the most was 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 being with uh, you know my friends and and you know the the the, the bono me. Uh, but I, one of the things I enjoyed was seeing the other people who were clearly following you know had been following this band and loving them, and were just so thrilled to be there experiencing the music. Uh, yes, yeah, that that's thrilling. Next time you're at a show and you find yourself unengaged. Uh, look around at the other people who are engaged, and, and I've I've you actually will be like, wow, these myself, guys. Yeah. And and you have been to so many. I mean, you have been to like exponentially more shows than I have. Um, but even even way back to like the first real concert I ever went to, uh, late nineties or maybe even two thousand. Um, you look around and you know they might look or act differently than you, but it's like, we're all here to enjoy this, 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 this artist up here, you know, pouring their heart and soul into the performance or whatever. Yeah. Hopefully they are anyway. Everybody in that and, venue has got something in common with one there, another. Th- yes. There's this commonality in a, in a crowd when you're at a concert. And that, that's what I was really looking forward to with that Hooting the Blowfish show. And, um, and I was robbed of it. And, uh, oh. and I haven't, I haven't, I haven't. Uh, I don't know if they're. An, I don't know if they're a thing anymore. Darius Rucker's gotten so. Now, no sense. Darius Rucker kind of went down a bit of a country yep. track himself, and that's 
Yeah, well, he, he's been successful a... in that, and I wish him the best in that endeavor. Although, however, that his 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 country output has not really spoken to me at all. Um, <laughs> I, I don't pay attention. Uh, I, I do have to say, <laughs> and I mean, I'm I'm more of a country fan than than you are, I'd say. But having said that, my 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 tolerance, I guess, of country music is still quite limited. Well, I can, tell, I can tell you now, now, just it's been decided within the past two seconds that, that, that I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to surprise you one day and, 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 and drop some kind of country magic on you and you're just oh, not going to be ready for it. I, I look forward to this day. <laughs> I look forward to it. Uh, okay. Hootie and the Blowfish uh, did put out an album in 2020 called Imperfect Circle. Ah, yes. Which was their first release in 15 years. Well, maybe. It just depends. Well, I'm looking at Spotify. I don't, I don't, maybe some of the albums aren't on there. They might have had some stuff in between. I shouldn't say that. But the most recent one that I can see at the moment was called Imperfect Circle. Okay. Um, I will say this. They, they put out an album later. Um, it was before this one. So the one you said was in 2020. The 15 years prior, there was an album called Looking for Lucky. I had... And I may still have that's it. That's from uh, 2005. Yes, I bought that on a CD. I bought that album on CD. It's that's got it's a good okay. song on it. That had that was kind of like a comeback song. They uh, what was it? Uh, it's called uh, the one, one that I'm thinking. One Love. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, and I actually, one. I actually considered using that song, but I kind of wanted song. to go back to the '90s because you and I really gravitate to the '90s with our where we merge on our musical tastes. Yeah. Um, one Love is a great song, and the album is the album's okay. I actually like Fairweather Johnson better than this one. Um, one Love is really kind of a standout track in a otherwise sea of kind of mediocrity, in my opinion. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's hard. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to pull any punches, I guess. But uh, No, why should we? This is our show. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, having said that, Fairweather Johnson, good album with a few great tracks, and my favorite track of that being Tucker's Town, and it and it's a very listenable song, and uh, and a and a, and a really... sing along and a sing alongable song. <laughs> yeah, like I I I was sitting in my chair here in my room, uh, where I record and you know do all this stuff and my rock room as we call it. And I was just yeah, sitting in, sitting in my, my chair and just kind of swaying back and forth, close my eyes a little bit. That's a pretty good song. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good, that's a good, <laughs> good choice, sir. Fine oh, I appreciate that. On that, yeah. on that song. All right. All right. You're good at this. You want to have your own show someday. Well, that, that's, that's the you hope. It, a, that's the dream. Is it not? Co-host and you might be all right. Oof. Well, I gotta be yeah. a decent host myself before we get there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's wrap this up. Uh, this was Tucker's Town by Hootie and the Blowfish uh, off of their their uh, album, Fairweather Johnson. And uh, Clay, I'm really glad you took the time to listen to it and give me your thoughts on it. And I'm I'm really glad and, and rather relieved that it didn't – it wasn't a dud. Well, <laughs> you my, told me I had my first to. Music I was, pick you said out, I was so. contractually obligated, and I don't want to – well, we're uh, not going to boat. That. So, uh, we're we're not going to talk about the contract now. Oh, not not right now. No. Okay. No, no. NDA. <laughs> well, let's do this again. Good oh, show. Yes. Let's a uh, great show, and uh, we will we will convene <laughs> at a again at a later backs, time. A little bit. 
going to powder on backs. And uh, if I had a, if I had an applause track, I would play it right now. So just, uh, you can't hear it, but you can imagine it. (laughs) Thanks everybody. All right. See ya. Hey, we really appreciate you listening to the show today. If you enjoyed it, feel free to listen to the rest of our catalog and share it with your friends. Go ahead and follow us. And you can find me on Instagram at Clay Dang Collins. Thanks a lot. We'll see you on the next one.